what is that, a piano? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've never done this before. <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where the feelings are still flowing. This is part two. I'm Jordan. That's Haley. And we are so excited to continue our conversation with Katie Heindel. It's hard. A lot of these are just waiting to get out, you know? I know. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is a, good, uh, a good release. Um, I'll go next with the with my... Also, the only time I cuss is on this podcast. So, sorry if I hesitate. Um, but, so, we're going with, again, not people who we would fuck. But the situation, the aura of them... That's what what entices me. And I think we could probably all agree on this one. But John Morant's highlights mm. is something that it has a variety. It's different every night. It's exciting. And I do love them. But what's stopping me from crossing the line of, you know, this is marriage potential is because we talk about all the time, how long is this going to last? Like how fearful or fearless he is of jumping out of the gym, jumping over people, doing these outrageous outlandish things. Is it going to last forever? You know, Mm. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) But right now it is very, very exciting. And I love watching him play I don't you don't know what highlights going to come up next when you talk to somebody like, oh, did you see that jaw highlight? They have to ask which one because he does so many things every <laughs> single game. Um, so, yeah, I have a huge smile on my face. I get very excited when I talk about jaw. That's an excellent one. That's that's really good. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, the thing I worry most about jaw is like at least I did it first, but I feel like it's just it seems like he can bend, you know, physics and kind of gravity to his will, but was just like landing, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really seem to even matter anymore. <laughs> well, he's changed the way he landed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I do like think that uh, what's stopping me from, I think, fully. I don't know, jumping on the train, but I fully support him. But I just am so annoyed with the like ceiling conversations like we had one when Mm. when, uh um a couple weeks months ago when we were talking about like who would you rather have and i thought that was interesting but it just doesn't stop you know because he's having such a good year and i don't think people are quite able to grasp in a year or a season um like the last couple seasons we've had like what a six three what is he like 180 guy can who is hyper athletic um and is skilled but has probably what they see like as physical limitations um Mm -hmm. to his game like i just am a little bit over and this is part of my mary section the like let's project what is going to happen to someone Ten years in the future, like let's, and not even in a way where it's not fun to talk about it. You know, I would love to talk about who Ja reminds me of and who, mm-hmm. what he what he could be in a way where you're like, I don't like the over prescribing to something in a way that it doesn't make it fun anymore. What are you? It's almost like betting the under on a game. You know what I mean? Who wants to bet like 
that this team's not going to reach a certain amount of points. You always want to cheer for points. You always want to cheer for scoring. Like, you don't want to bet a scoring under. Um, and so, similar to that, I don't, like, like to have the conversations where people say stuff like, well, his ceiling's just not that high because XXXX. And that's, like, very basic um, basketball commentary, so maybe I should engage in those more. But, like, ever since I stopped um, – you know, having to write like that blog format, I just realized like how much I, I don't enjoy, um, any conversation. That's just total (laughs) speculation. We have Mm -hmm. no idea, uh, based on the things that people are saying, kind of have an idea, but like not enough of an idea to say this guy, you guys are all so excited about who I love watching. Um, I feel the need to constantly tweet about how he's actually not going to be, a huge force in seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, Cause it's, it's the right now. Like the present is what makes Joss so exciting. It's mm-hmm. night after night. And that's what is so fun to watch about him. It's just thinking about the NBA in five years, 10 years is a daunting task. Like let's just the basketball that we're getting right now is fun. And that's what excites me. And so I totally agree with that of, trying to put a limitation on somebody or trying to speculate if they're going to stay with the franchise, if they go here or there and what that's going to look like for their skill. I think it's just being a fan of the sport. You want to watch them play each possession and mm-hmm. that's jaw. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> if he, if we stop those take fouls, we might get more highlights <laughs> from him. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> That that's that's what I'm obsessed with right now is is watching those highlights and seeing him have fun play basketball, too. That's always a fun for me. I think a silver lining uh, of like the the negative takeaways that both of you have with that, which I have as well, just like the conversation around ceiling is it's almost going extinct because it like players don't develop the same way anymore like they don't play the same way anymore careers don't have to look the same anymore you don't have like i mean we talked about jared allen already of course i'll gladly talk about him again but he's a good example of that you know like he's a he's a good example of his whole life he was asked to play like center he was asked to just play one single role he wasn't really asked to play make he wasn't asked to like do all these things that now he's being asked to and he's like really like thrilling in and also very good at jaws the same there's so many young players right now like the raptors the whole lineup is like that right like it's Mm -hmm. just where it's like if you want you can't to be like a modern nba player you don't develop in the same way anymore so i feel like ceiling is a little bit redundant or like maybe the ceiling it's like it's gonna be over it's not gonna be so much just like vertical it's like over here or like over here because you develop and your trajectory changes and you're kind of growing in all different directions but like players don't really have these arcs like in their careers anymore you know what i mean like at Mm -hmm. least to be like a successful i think modern player with a lot of longevity that kind of stuff's going out the window so that's my hope anyway because i hate those conversations because they're super redundant and it's based on like a snapshot in time and it doesn't count for like players entering into plateaus of development where like someone mm-hmm. can have an incredible year and then just like go work their ass off in the off season and just work on something so specific like their handle or something mm-hmm. and come back the next season and just be like add another dimension to their game like training methods have changed like nutrition has changed like all this stuff has changed so like ceiling i hope we'll just smash that thing and we won't talk about it anymore but no of course we will because some people love to um just like be the naysayers in the room at all times, right? But 
I think it's kind of, it's going to force us to change the way that we even like project our hopes or like limitations on players. Yeah, I hope so. And we also went through this like decade of maybe shorter, maybe a little bit longer of players who we kind of like just changed what we expected from them. And it was like, they need to be amazing right away because that happened with a lot of players. Um, and with the rise of like these prep schools and AAU, like players have never been more ready to enter the league, or at least that is our perception of them mm-hmm. as professionals. Like they're already mini professionals when they get into the league, um, which doesn't allow any grace or time. And so you see all the time players who it's their like fourth or fifth year and all of a sudden everyone's shocked, you know, wow, they're like good and I didn't you know as if we don't all kind of grow and develop at different speeds Mm -hmm. and need situations like maybe the guy switched teams and he's better because he's happier um and it's a better situation for him maybe he was traded to the Knicks instead of the Kings (laughs) um yeah there's franchises that are gonna put ceilings on players for sure but I don't think it exists yeah like it doesn't have to exist out of that context as much anymore. Yeah. Maybe we just all take, make a pact to ignore those conversations because I think it's a conversation that is annoying me so much. Google John mm-hmm. Morant. I guarantee, like, what is his ceiling? It's going to be, like, the first thing if you go mm-hmm. to the videos tab. I'm annoyed with it. But, yes, anyway, I guess we all are, which is great. <laughs> the um, girlies. The g- <laughs> I'm so... I'm so happy to be a girlies. girlies. Okay, Katie, what's yours? Okay, um, should I give the preface of like why you wanted to change it to fun? Because it, but no, I don't. Maybe yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I don't remember actually what you said in the text. Well, I felt kind of uncomfortable um, because my fuck was gonna be like the un- unencumbered joy of NBA rookies, but then I was like, this feels predatory, <laughs> and I don't want to say that. And then you said we can make it fun, and I said, don't. That's just like PG thirteen in it. So You're I actually changed Disney Channel original. Yeah, movie. and then we don't. Yeah, then we don't. Uh, she didn't get Disney Channel in Canada, so I didn't even have that. I feel for you. <laughs> no, that's a raven. How? I think you, you could have it on that? like satellite. So I had like two, one rich friend who was like, I have the Disney Channel. And you were like, oh, shit, <laughs> if you got invited to their house. Katie, when you come visit me in Kentucky, we'll just watch a bunch of the best Disney Channel original movies. So do you know what this means? No. <gasps> Jordan, you know what that oh, means? Of Harry? course. So, Katie, okay. let me explain it to you. So, <laughs> I would practice this all the time because I had this theory that, not a theory, more like a dream, that I wanted to be on Disney Channel after that So Raven got canceled. I was like, they need another black girl. So, I was really excited that this was my chance. But basically, in between movies and shows, it would be like the Disney Channel star and you would see them in like their regular clothes, like regular people. And they'd be like, hey, guys, I'm Jordan Liggins and you're watching Disney Channel. And then they would <laughs> yes. have like a magic wand and they draw the Mickey ears. And you'd be like, oh, shit, that was awesome. Even though you yeah. saw every commercial break from someone different. 
it still fills you with joy. I think the Damn. best one was Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff. Cause I was like, dude, you, your jeans are so fucking low rise. Like the amount of low rise jeans <laughs> that I tried on after seeing her in the, Hey guys, it's Hillary Duff. You're watching Disney channel. Yeah. Anyway, okay. You will, you will see. You will thank see. you. F- thank you, you for walking see. me through that. <laughs> so I'll be ready for it. Um, okay. So your, yeah. <laughs> your fun is. No, it's not fun because I'm going to, I changed it. I don't want to do that. I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, I don't want to deviate from um, like, you know, the hard and fast rules of this very serious game. <laughs> so my fuck is summer league. I just realized that's what it is because to me, it's like, yeah, we go through the motions of like the regular season, the playoffs, da, da, da. you're kind of excited, but like you're sort of biding your time for this like weird uh, hedonistic stretch in the middle of like the weirdest place on earth uh, for like a sleepless you know, however long you stay, but like, you know, a sleepless week and a half and everybody is all in on it is the thing too. Because you also like, aside from like a little bit of a, a sexy sneak peek, I think of like the rookies to be, you've got like the superstars coming in now, right? Like who you don't ever know is going to be courtside. One year I almost just like fell down into LeBron uh, because I got pushed by a Japanese camera crew but it was really exciting. So, like, you just, you never know who you're going to run into. A friend of mine took a pic of, uh, I think it was Stan Van Gunny talking to Rashid Wallace one year, and I was so upset. I missed that specific interaction. So it's just like, yeah, it's like a hedonistic hodgepodge. And I realize it's the thing that, like, maybe I'm a poser, but it's the thing I look forward to most, like, through the whole NBA oh, season. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, did really you fun. stop yourself from falling into LeBron or did you just fall short? I like tripped and I like fell down on purpose so I didn't fall into him. So I embarrassed myself, but um, Katie, I did that for you, LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> said, I want to know what me. he smells like. Should have. Yeah. But he probably would have just dropped me or his security would have just grabbed could, me. LeBron could catch you with a finger. Like he, That's true. You know what I mean? Big man. Could, yeah, I should have. I should have tried. Like it should have been a good trust fall exercise, but I didn't have the trust, so that's on me. <laughs> Reverse that's trust okay. fall. We'll yeah, learn. you know he'll be there next yeah. year, and the year after. Um, I can't wait for the summer league with his uh, child. Although oh, I am yeah. already very nervous. I'm nervous. So nervous. I'm nervous yeah. for Bronny too. Oh, it could be it's fun. Be like Lonzo. 3.0 yeah because that was that was tough to watch actually that was probably the i love summer league too but that one was so hard to watch of just the pressure Mm -hmm. of that first game he Mm -hmm. was like he never played basketball before in his life it was so hard to watch jordan were you there I wasn't there in person, no. Oh, okay. But I, I was wa- like, oh, we were at the same game. No, 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 no. I was watching. I was watching on TV. Actually, mm. last summer league with Spencer. This was my first summer league in person. Oh, Aww. hell yeah. It was so fun. It's mm. so fun. It's like, yeah. That My first one was the Zion earthquake year. And like, that was my first game going that night. And then there was an earthquake. And I was just like, wow, it's really bumping in here. Everyone's shaking the seats. And then everyone was running out of the arena. And they were, it was like, oh, yeah, you're not from California. Uh, this is, a, it's an earthquake. <laughs> oh, oh that's so scary. Goodness. Had you ever experienced an earthquake before? 
Uh, we had one in Toronto once, like uh, maybe 10 summers ago, but it lasted for all of two seconds. And this one I remember was so strong that the Jumbotron was like swaying like a that. pendulum. Oh my Ooh. God, that's so yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I mean, I was like, wow. And everyone else was like, get out, emergency <laughs> protocol. <laughs> you didn't have the earthquake drills in school. Yeah, like we I had, had no idea. I was like, <laughs> wow, these night. temporary bleachers are really rocking. And then someone was like, these are seats uh, bolted into concrete. <laughs> but yeah, you Dang. never know. You never know what's like going to happen at Summer League, right? You never what? Know what elevator you could be in with somebody who you're going to bump into, what kind of weird thing you're going to see, how late you're going to stay up Which beyond natural your disaster. Uh, yeah. Natural yeah, disasters. You're going to survive. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Some earthquakes, like one. I was in LA for six years. Some earthquakes were genuinely like, Oh my God, that was scary. Like, you know, whatever. But I slept through almost every single one of them everyone and um even one time i was walking and like every like it was the same thing katie you were saying except i didn't even feel it but the little baby ones i felt i genuinely was like this is like oh it's an earthquake you know because in the moment you just it's hard to understand what's happening but they're very Mm -hmm. like the small ones are a lot like when you're uh on a roller coaster and you go down the hill and your stomach like goes up into your nose. You know that feeling? Yeah. Yeah. The lurch. Harry doesn't know that feeling. <laughs> Harry, if you never heard it said like that, <laughs> goes up into your nose. Yeah. Not really. I, I, I haven't been on a roller coaster. What do you mean not really? Like, you know, you've like I've been on like, like a, a water, a oh, okay. water, big, big water style roller coaster, but. Wow. Are you, I'm trying are to be, you like up? heights person yeah i'm trying to be on the ground (laughs) that's fair yeah Yeah. until the ground betrays you yeah the the ground can actually shake too yeah Yeah. Yeah, i've slept through all of them except one i think only one has woke me up from my sleep but been a california girl my whole life i've only felt like one damn know Wow. Hard sleeper over here. <laughs> yeah, that's a great quality to have. It really is. If if you need to wake up, someone's going to wake you up. You know what I mean? But yeah. If you're a light sleeper, then you wake up from everything. Mm-hmm. I'd everything. much rather. It's like overactive and underactive thyroid. I think I'd rather have overactive. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Harry. <laughs> uh. I don't think we're going to get to thyroids in this conversation, but somehow... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should do a bingo card of the the things, the words that we've said in this episode. That would be a good one. Yeah, oh. yeah. I was in the pro- I was googling what uh, an overactive thyroid does <laughs> while you, when you kicked it to me, and I did, couldn't figure it out in the split second. The um the the most popular girl at our high school had an overactive thyroid, and she was so skinny. And that was the era when we thought everyone should be like extremely skinny and um she's so annoying about it she just walk around talking about her fucking thyroid <laughs> so that was my first experience with thyroids <laughs> it's really stuck um, with you <laughs> okay yeah okay, okay. Anyway. One, of the, one of the symptoms is being popular in high school <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness um my mary is 
somewhat predictable. I buried the lead a little bit, but it's or the opposite of buried the lead. Um, it's uh, Jordan Poole returning to the Warriors, where I think he's meant to be. I he's I am I am privileged in this way in that the Warriors, other than Kevin Durant, which is even kind of like all of our homegrown talent has stayed and it's like amazing you know like george uh draymond and clay and steph like and even looney like we've had this weird core for for six seven eight years so Mm -hmm. i i this is i would say a toxic marriage basically because (laughs) he can't leave because i'll i won't know what to do like i i the, the only experience i've had is you know getting to kind of in a really fun low stakes way hate on kevin durant because you know he left our team but he also won us a championship so it's sort of like you know not too bad um if pool leaves and you know is an all-star it's gonna break my heart especially if like somebody we keep instead of him like a really tall you know center who loves rick and morty isn't that good I will be, you know, I just don't know what I'm going to do with those sort of emotions. So it's kind of like I, I'm married to him. I'm married to this idea in a way of like keeping, keeping him here, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. in a a bad way. You want to marry him. Yeah. I want to marry him. Yeah. Yeah. You want to marry him being on the Warriors. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. Next time we should like really rethink this concept because (laughs) (laughs) the clarity we're having to give like every five minutes. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like we're proposing like that we marry and have sex with all of these people. It's like a little bit just not worth it. It feels like. (laughs) Yeah. And and, yeah. And murder. Um, Well, Harry, what did you do? I guess you were just happy when Harrison Barnes was gone. Because he he seemed like his yeah, time. Yeah, that's a tough one. Had that passed because he was drafted too. He, what what draft was he? Yeah, we did draft him. That was a weird one because he had such a tough finals that year, mm-hmm. and within um, no, the week prior, or I guess the second we knew we weren't re-signing him is the second we knew we were signing Kevin Durant. So I got to be honest, I was kind of <laughs> thinking about other things at that time. But uh, I have, oh, I, I, you're right. He is, he is um, our one guy. And I have always like had a soft spot for him. I, I think he's great. Um, and yeah. it's funny now. I mean, he would be so great for this Warriors team. That is, that is, has a lot of, you know, six, four people and not too many, um, people who can hold the ball you know <laughs> at the low block yeah they brought iggy back maybe though maybe he'll make his way back make his rounds yeah that's what i was gonna say iggy came back yeah <laughs> who's the team that most like brings people back mm-hmm. the heat just wherever doc rivers plays no it's just well i guess tibbs is different because it's like you're not going back to your original team you're just going back to this mm-hmm. man who loves mm-hmm. you yeah yeah. Also, fun fact about that: Taj Gibson has been on every single Tibbs team. Isn't yeah, that? Exactly. I just randomly looked that up when I was watching. 
I love that. And he has stayed faithful, man. Like he loves that coach every time he's on that team. And his whole, like he's had a whole career of just grinding. You know, he just isn't Mm -hmm. recognized. It's very typical, like glue guy type thing. And Tibbs loves that. And I think Taj just is okay with like people not Mm -hmm. being, you know, super loud about him or whatever. That's nice. That seems like like someone who, a a, like regular non-athlete, that seems like the kind of person like wouldn't have social media. Mm -hmm. Taj Gibson. I'd like to be his friend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Just a random fun fact for you. That was a good one, Harry. That was a good one. I that wish was a good I, one. I wish you a happy marriage. <laughs> and Me I too. hope when you guys propose to Jordan Poole at the end of the season that he says yes and he stays. I do too. And hopefully it's too. not like a dis like such an insulting discount, but it's also a, you know, like a good solid okay, like this still benefits both sides. Do you know it, what you could spend on him? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I have a, an understanding of their cap situation, but not the specifics. I just said I, cap situation. I don't. And I, I also think a, a weird thing that is, again, new to Warriors land is, like, if you're Jordan Poole, you definitely think you should be starting over Clay. <laughs> like, and no. and I, I just don't – I don't know what to do with that situation. Like, I, so why Let's would talk he? talk about it. You know, if it was if it was if it's like eighty five mil and you can play thirty seven minutes a game and run twenty five pick and rolls or the same amount but you're backing up Clay, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't think he would. I wouldn't fault him for wanting to go somewhere else. Um, yeah. So that makes sense. I also think team environment does factor in, or from what I've you know talked to players about, kind of on background that if you're having a good time then um, you will allow more things. I'm not saying that that is maybe something, um, but my guess is that the coaching staff and his teammates who like him a lot are being very transparent mm-hmm. with him. And I think it's probably hard to, like maybe after a season, if this continues and it's like, whoa, Clay's been back for like a full calendar year and like this is still happening. but. I'm sure, like, you know, he's an athlete. People, Jordan understands that, like, people need time. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But. No, it's. Might not be as. But I get what you're saying. That is a situation that um, hopefully doesn't continue to play out with, like, the current uh, way that he's playing Clay. Yeah, yeah. And I I do. Especially even yesterday we played so bad. But I actually, Clay is starting to look like Clay again. Especially on defense, he's like moving much better than he was. So I, I think Clay should start over Poole, um, but I am not Jordan Poole. I'm just a <laughs> guy who produces his podcast <laughs> <laughs> and wants to marry. You're just a guy standing yeah, in front of a pool, pool. <laughs> asking him to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> Our next partner has a product I use every morning, first thing when I wake up, or when my dog wakes me up. It's Athletic Greens, which is essentially a bunch of supplements and probiotics and words that sound made up, they're so healthy, like adaptogens, all mixed into one green scoop, which I can mix into water in the morning and carry around with me as I start the day. I started using Athletic Greens because I'm lazy. 
This is a wonderful endorsement so far, and I didn't want to take a bunch of vitamins in the morning. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. Again, that's athleticgreens.com spin to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com spinsters. Offer valid through March 31st. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash Finsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Indeed.com slash Finsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, um, my marriage is, uh, I am marrying the, um, I'm marrying Cade's future. Cade Cunningham's future. <laughs> to quote Nate Silver, I've seen enough. Like, I am all in. <laughs> see what um, I needed to see? <laughs> I was nervous in a way that I felt bad for him at the beginning of the season. Statistically like in terms of the things that were not going super well earlier on turnovers haven't really changed all that much, but it's just more of like a, to quote, um, Harry, a vibe shift where he all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, like all of March really. And, and even before you can see some self-assurance with like every step that he's taking and when he's Mm -hmm. scanning and like how he's moving and, um driving which is such a huge part of his game was also a little flaky and then now it's even the ones that aren't successful you can kind of see the intention behind it in a way that before you couldn't and that's something very typical for rookies they get lost all the time um but I do think that now you can see a good like sense on him and also it's understanding how to use his length in an appropriate way like against NBA players um I said, when did I write this? I don't know. I wrote this about Luca, maybe his rookie year that he's like a, he moves like um, a stick shift car that like somebody uh, can't drive well when he's driving. Like it's very jerky. He's selling stuff a lot and he's excellent at that. And it's, it's surprising to see him do it um, or it was at the time because it is like an athletic thing to do for someone who was regarded as like very unathletic I think that um Cade represents the same like shift like he can kind of stop start move like his shoulders are all the way over here Mm -hmm. and then how did they get over here yeah exactly the ball 
is not where you think it is. Like you really, it's someone you have to watch closely, but I don't think he's like a stick shift. I think he's like those guys outside of a uh, car dealership or, um, or like a jewelry store. Yeah. These floaty guys, like, the <laughs> you know what I mean? Things. Like those, yeah, I genuinely, cause like watch him drive. He's literally like, so anyway, love Cade. Um, I'm happy for him. I think that uh, some of the expectations of like, well, he's just going to be, you know, another Kimba. He's already proven he's more than capable on defense. Jeez. So, um, oh, it sucks to be saying like he's going to just be another Kimba. Yeah, I don't I don't um, think I've heard that one. That's tough. That's damn, a tough did one. I start that? Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm loving seeing the bag of tricks. I'm loving seeing them um, adjusted to to NBA defenses and um he's passing the right time he's selling the right time little inflatable arms um <laughs> yes I'm gonna marry his future that's a good one he's Fair very one. generous I will say he's very generous he's always looking for his teammates I think he's like always looking for the the best shot not necessarily his shot mm -hmm. um that's great in a rookie and you want that going forward and he's so happy for He's so happy for the, the the small amount of wins that the Pistons get. And he doesn't get down. He doesn't really get like bogged down in the rest, which is rare. Yeah. Well, true. I wish you. Okay, a sorry happy guys, we've got marriage. six six minutes. That's okay. Thank yeah, you. happy matrimony. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead, Katie. You can go. Okay, mine. Uh, I, I guess it represents uh, stability, warmth, um, longevity, trust. Uh, but is I want to marry the house swap between uh, Larry Nance Jr. and Josh Hart. Um, <laughs> I love this. I love that this is happening. I love that Larry Nance Jr. was like, it's weird to wake. No, Josh Hart woke up in Larry Nance Jr.'s house with his wedding photos all over the bedroom walls. And he was like, this is gonna take some getting used to. But, and Larry Nance Jr. was like, can you give me the keys to your wine cellar? Cause Josh Hart's a big wine guy and has a very elaborate cellar uh, system. Uh, which I've talked to him about before. But yeah, like these guys, and they're also friends, you know? So I just, one, love that this happened because it does take some of the sting off of a trade, you know, in a situation that can be precarious, but they're living in each other's like creature comforts. It's very intimate to me. They're obviously gonna like, you know, decorate as they go along, which is the fact that these two guys were like, oh, this seems like the easiest and nicest thing to do. Do you want to just switch houses? Okay, and they're still, and but they also seem like they're in no particular hurry to take down the personal effects, which is very lovely to me. So yeah, yeah I want to marry the hell out of that. That sounds like the holiday. Like, yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. my like gosh. That's exactly what it is, where they house swap and then they, well, I think they are, yeah, they're both already yeah. married and in love, but I was like, where have they find love? <laughs> no, this is, when I read that, that made me so happy. It was like, it was it was meant to be. And they were already friends from the Lakers, I think. And mm -hmm. they, why don't more people do this? Like, why isn't there a network of like, yeah. let's switch houses when it, this trade happens? Because you know you're going to a nice house, right? Like, it's not going to be a dump. Yeah. Yeah. Do they what if like, it was like farmhouse chic, though? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can switch the, the decor. decor. Yeah, you can. You, you can get that switch, switch pretty quick. You That's you can true. like hire people to do that at that level. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I was right. They can just hire people to do things. Forget <laughs> <laughs> about that. <laughs> It must be so nice. A little too rustic, yeah. <laughs> a little too rustic for me, yeah. Okay, I'll go quick. Um, I want to marry the two-man game that is happening right now between Embiid and James Harden. Mm. It is just a basketball nerd like myself and how they have so many options. If James Harden is coming off the screen, the defense is confused. Every single time. Do we go in Embiid? Okay, James Harden's going to make a layup. Do we double team James Harden? Embiid is going to pop for the three. And every time I just, I love it because this is exactly what, as in youth basketball, when we'd play three-on-three cutthroat, like those are what the coach is saying. You have so many options off of the pick and roll, and it is lovely to see. I love it so much. I want to marry it just over and over them just doing pick and roll. You might have some competition from Daryl Morey, though. I know. I know. (laughs) Daryl is not. Get in line, Daryl. Get in line. (laughs) (laughs) There are some things that make me nervous about Harden, but it's not anything that's new. It's kind of like the the playoff um, end of game flailer, you know. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Their whole situation is a little, we don't know how long this is going to last, but, and them individually, and especially Harden, who I think is like a serial dater when it comes with teams. Yes. But <laughs> to, to I, like his duos, like his superstar partner, like he's a serial dater. He's literally, yes. since Dwight has bounced person to person to person to person. He's all around. But this, mm-hmm. just this pick and roll two man game is what I want forever as a basketball fan all right well i will not object in the pews thank you yeah yeah i'm not gonna i'm not standing up great i already have a wedding plan so this is good good you already have a dress (laughs) right in (laughs) uh okay great well i guess we're that's an episode <laughs> I don't. Rem- I literally don't remember anything I said, <laughs> and my hair just progressively got curlier. <laughs> you just went into like a fugue state. It was good. Well, that's our show. Make sure to subscribe to the Basketball Feelings newsletter by Katie Heindel and follow her on Twitter at wtevs. And leave us a voicemail. We still want to hear your feelings. They are valid here. Call us at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. And as always, shout out to our great producer, Harry Krinsky. Uh, Hey, I'm Marcus. I'm calling from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I was a huge Bucks fan. So, you know, I'm going to get a little greedy here. I want us to trade the 31st pick for Aaron Holiday and then get Alex Antetokounmpo as an undrafted rookie and just run it back with the, with the brothers. Just run it back. <laughs> Thanks.